0: Welcome to this special episode of Books and Bourbon, the Derby edition, as we are in the middle of Derby week here in Kentucky. It is an exciting time. Bourbon's flowing. Horses are excited. People are ready to bet, make some big money, some great crowds. And I think this year is the first year since pandemic that they will actually have a full capacity crowd. So that'll be fun. And so far, the weather is looking good. We know how here in Kentucky how things can get a little muddy and rainy this time of year but so far weather's on projecting to be sunny so hopefully it stays that way it makes for a beautiful race that week um so on this special episode I am going to be discussing some bourbon cocktails that go with the theme of derby reviewing one of my favorite bourbons and also talking about a couple of books that uh sent around the state of Kentucky and the Kentucky Derby here so I hope you enjoy thank you it started with one of my all-time favorite bourbons that I've actually discovered in the last couple of months. Um, I, For those of you who don't know, I work part-time in a liquor store at, just kind of for fun, get out of the house, and great way to try and sample some great bourbons and other liqueurs that way. Um, but this one was actually a recommendation from one of our regular customers that had repeatedly got it in. we got it in this last winter, beginning of December, I'd say, and they kept saying, you have to try it, you have to try it. And we were kind of hesitant about it. But so finally, um, we gave in like, all right, we'll give it a try. And I will say, on our first try, we were pleasantly shocked. And one of the reasons we were shocked is that this bottle brings up at only $15.89. And I know there's a lot of bourbon snobs out there. Who are like, well, that can't be good bourbon, and that's you know that's just an everyday drink of my room, which it is. It is great for that. But I had to say, on it, the first sip of it, it was absolutely delicious. It's smooth, not a lot of heat to it. To the little back end, there's you can feel a little bit of on it. Um, I also, have discovered if you're eating spiced food while you're eating it, it does pick up a heat that way. But this bourbon, which is called uh, Silas Jones, it's a four year 80 proof bourbon. It's very light and very smooth. On um, First initial smell of it, you can pick up a little bit of banana to it, some vanilla. And I didn't sell it at first, but one of my coworkers mentions baked apples. And every time I take a whip of it, that's when I smell like an apple pie, bacon in the oven type of smell to it. Um, Taking a first sip, which I'll do right now. you initially taste a little bit of that caramel corn like caramel popcorn to it and then you get the heat coming in and then it finishes very nicely with vanilla on it um like i said with it only being 80 proof it's not a high heat content which i think makes it a good introductory bourbon for those of you that aren't super into bourbon yet you're wanting to get into it you don't want to spend a lot of money um you know you see the names maker's mark and buffalo Trace, which are great bourbons on their own but for the price point of this one i highly recommend it and everybody else in our store does and we have some great knowledge of bourbon people in there and it's it's phenomenal it's great on its own which is i'm drinking it that way this right now and it's you know it took me a long time to be able to drink some straight bourbon but you know only the kick-ass people can get to that point <laughs> not offense to anybody else that has to have it on the rocks which is also good with I also recommend if you're going to do it on the rocks use free some ginger ale and or if you're in Kentucky some L8 which is a ginger soda here that is only produced here and sold in Kentucky it's absolutely fabulous but you know for you those that can't find it outside of Kentucky free some ginger ale and add an ice cube to it uh, bourbon and ginger ale are probably one of my favorite ways to mix it um it's not so overly sweet on it it doesn't overpower the bourbon at all and it's just absolutely fabulous that way it also makes really great cocktails I mix it summertime's coming up one of my favorite cocktails lemonade and bourbon I mean you can't beat that I know one of my good friends I turned him on to that and yeah (laughs) watch how it hits you it will hit you because it's a sweet sweet cocktail in the summertime and it goes down pretty darn easily Um, Silas Jones back to that is distilled by Tom Moore distillers here in Bardstown one of the smaller distillery towns that we have highly recommend going to. It's a lot of fun. Went there a couple of weeks ago just to wander around, some great restaurants, some great uh, distilleries there, Um, but it's also bottled through um, Brookside Distillery as well in Louisville, which, yeah, where the Kentucky Derby is held. Um, Like I said, this is one of my all-time favorite bourbons. We go through it a case and a half a week in the store, we have several of our customers that come in to get it, put it in a decanter. Nobody's none the wiser because it is that smooth. Like when we give out samplings to people, they're very pleasantly shocked. We don't tell them about it. We want to get their opinion on it first and it's gotten great reviews. And I, I've i highly enjoyed just having a glass of it Friday evening, watching the sunset and enjoy some good bourbon that way. So cheers, everybody, to that. Now, with it being Derby Week, and there are some great cocktails that people have during Derby, the most popular one, and I may get kicked out of Kentucky for this, um, but I don't like it, the mint julep. I've never been a big fan of it. I don't get the appeal to it. I am sorry to all my Kentucky fans in here that love the mint julep. It's just not for me. So if you want to have one, more power to you, go enjoy that. Me, there's a lot of cocktails that I find I really enjoy that are not as well-known. A little bit more Kentucky-themed. They still got great bourbon in them. Um, you know, Woodford's one of the sponsors, as is Maker Marks, so those are great bourbons on their own, in their own ways. One of my favorite cocktails to have during the Derby that is not a mint julep, although I, I don't like those, is a bourbon-themed uh, Kentucky mule. This is so good, like obviously, you know, if you've had a mule before, it's usually made with vodka, ginger, and lime, but it's mixing it with bourbon. Silas Jones is a great one for that because it really goes well with that ginger. Uh, if you want to make this, I recommend one and a half ounces of bourbon, three ounces of gin- ginger beer, and a splash of lime juice, a lime wedge, and because it is derby season, a little sprig of mint at the top, so people might think you're like drinking that mint julep, but you're not. You can cheat that way like I do at times. And it's super refreshing. Serve it over ice. If you have a mule glass cup, even better. That'll keep that nice and cold in there. But you know, just a regular cup of some crushed ice works really well. Another one that I really, really love, uh, if you're a fan of the gin rickies, bourbon rickies. Obviously, you could tell bourbon-themed drink again. Um, this one is one and a half ounce bourbon, half a lime freshly squeezed and sparkling water to top off server over ice and it is really good also again mint theme because there's a great theme with <laughs> mint drinks when it comes to the derby and I, I highly recommend this. this one's another one of my favorites out there if you want some alternatives to some other derby drinks coming up so yeah next I'm coming up well I'm going to review a couple of books on the history of the Kentucky Derby and also one that is I'm in the process of reading, I haven't finished it yet, so I haven't gotten completely to the end, but I highly recommend it. Um, first to start off, if you just want a little bit of history to the Derby, I, I actually, when I first moved here uh, almost four years ago, um, I picked up the book, Two Minutes to Glory, the official history of the Kentucky Derby. It's a beautiful book for one, it has some great pictures and it. it gives a really great history to uh, the Race to the Roses, which is what is you know unofficially called here in Kentucky. Um, the other book that I'm reading right now is, it's a, part of a series, is uh, in the Bourbon King series by J.R. Ward. Um, I've just actually just recently started the second book, which is called The Angels Share. And this, the series follows the Bradford family, which are considered, they're in the 1920s, 30s era of high society in Kentucky. Um, they own their own bourbon brand. They race horses. You know they are high as vibes. So basically, kind of like Downton Abbey of Kentucky, based on how I would compare it to. And actually, the whole book is very much like whole series is a mixture of Downton Abbey followed by Dynasty, a little bit of Sherlock Holmes, at least for the second book that I found so far. Um, which this actually starts off with the family patriarch. Found dead at the bottom of a boat pier ramp in over a river, and what they begin to think is actually a suicide turns quickly to suspicions that it was actually a murder. And everyone in the family, from not just the family, the staff, garden care, horse staff, everybody is considered a suspect in the case. Turns out. Dude was kind of a dick, and his family—he's—he's he's got some secrets, and he took some people down with him on his way out, on his death. And yeah, it's—I'm <laughs> as I'm reading this, it's been hard to put down so far. And like I said, it's very much down happy if you're a fan of that. If you're a fan of Dynasty, the drama that went around there, even Sherlock comes with not sure who truly murdered him yet. Haven't gotten that to that point yet, so. I won't give it away because I can't yeah but it's, it's highly recommended. Jared Ward she's a fantastic writer. she's written a couple other series out there but this one uh, I definitely recommend especially if you just get a kick out it's some great history on Kentucky around 1920s and 30s around horse racing and bourbon and uh, you know it can be kind of a cutthroat <laughs> world out there. Not so much anymore, but still very much a very cutthroat style of book. But I I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I definitely recommend it if you're a fan of, you know, a murder mystery whodunit type book with some family drama. And uh, I think this actually would make a really fun series to produce kind of like Downton Abbey as a show was. I'd be kind of curious to watch that. So, you know, Kentucky's beautiful. It would film very beautifully here. So that is my recommendation for that book that I'm reading right now. I definitely would recommend it. Well, I wouldn't be remiss to talk about a little bit about the horses that we have coming up. There are three of my favorites. It's actually a pretty big line this year. Ticket Derby usually heaps one of the biggest heats that has. They have one of the biggest gates that is ever used out there that takes up to around 20 horses are in the field right now um my top choices right now and I am say which one I'm gonna bet on I'm not sure we could really talk about that so allegedly we'll be betting maybe maybe not um but my top choices and I I always go by names um since there's a certain trainer that's not allowed back this year hopefully won't be allowed back for quite a while because dude's a dick that's a whole other story we can go into at a different time but like I said my choices I've got Barber Road which actually one of our regulars came in talked about him and his brother owns it beautiful horse actually a really dark pretty gray horse and I've always been told you always want to bet on the gray horse no matter what in a race doesn't always win, but it's always good luck to bet on that horse. Um, tiny port, because, well, you know, booze. I like that. Um, but my favorite one, smile happy. Because, I mean, I mean, come on. I love to smile. I love to be happy. Seemed like a perfect one to fit. So we'll see how all three of those do next weekend. Like I said, the race is actually May 7th. Um, starts at... 7 p.m. here in um, the evening, I believe. And should be a good time. Should be a lot of fun to watch, to see who pulls this out. Um, always love to watch the fashion. Got my fascinator ready coming up. She'll be seeing pictures up throughout the week of Derby. Um, got my bourbon stocked. Drinks are ready to go. Betting will be happening, Allegedly. And it's going to be a fun time. It's always an exciting time to be here in Kentucky um, during this time. Also, a small note, if you are ever here in Kentucky and you want to see some racing outside the Derby, because, you know, it's a very hard thing to get into. It's not cheap. This year, there's a certain former president and his stupid ass people are going to be there. So really kind of glad to be avoiding it. Um, But Keeneland happens every April and October. Beautiful. And I actually find it prettier. Than Kentucky Downs, (coughs) allegedly. Think, but it's a beautiful course, and every April and October they have races all week long. It's a good time, you know. People dress up, even in when they're just you can tailgate at it. People dress up for that. You can put races on, get some great drinks, some great food, watch some about ten races every day, just about um, various track lengths. They do both grass and dirt racing, and it's just—it's an absolute. First time I went there it was the first time I when I first moved out here in Kentucky, and it was an absolute blast. And it's happens every year. Um, crowds are loud back, and it's just—it's just a really good time. Good way to spend time with some friends and get some betting in. Get dressed up fancy if you want to, and enjoy some beautiful horses. Um, so that—that that concludes this special episode of my Derby episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, stay tuned. Like I said, this is going to be a monthly show, um, so stay tuned. Follow my social media on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, where I will keep you all updated on everything. You can follow me at the Bourbon in Books, or Books and Bourbon. Sorry. I don't know the name of my own show, apparently. <laughs> get that down, but um, all right. So that's, that's that for this week. Um, don't forget your fascinators or your big fancy hats, your bourbon. You're betting and enjoy the race next weekend. All right, everybody. Thank you.